Bob's and I have been watching a show. Um, I don't know if you know Teal Swan, but that crazy lady. I I heard uh, it's like some cult kind of thing going yeah. on, right? Yeah, it's, it's a good show. But anyway, uh, my point here is that she believes in reincarnation. Uh-huh. And uh, I just saw an article that said a lady <laughs> thinks that uh, her best friend got reincarnated as a horse. Oh, it is now her horse. It's now her horse. <laughs> this is my best. This is my best friend. <laughs> my best friend got made into a terrifying goddamn monster, <laughs> and now I ride it for fun and feed it sugar cubes sometimes. <laughs> I don't know, man. That uh, bro, I ain't coming back as a horse. Just letting you know right now. If I died on the way to. Doing doing farm shit. I ain't coming back as a horse. Yeah, you could be a pretty good f- farm assistant, though. Yeah, true, but I'd rather be something, I don't know, that can fly. Huh. I mean, yeah. It would be better than it. I, I fucking hate horses. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not even. I they. I don't like them at all. <laughs> um, but I guess if you got yeah, something that would fly would be better, I suppose. Right. Because never did that. No, no. Only in giant machines. Right. I never did that either. <laughs> oh really? Mm-mm. Man. No, my feet have been planted. <laughs> you gotta get up in an airplane, dog. I gotta do things with my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta experience the. Hello, this is your captain. Uh, this is your captain the, speaking. Uh, headwind is about whatever, and it's gonna be warm as fucking Florida. Florida, it's gonna be a bumpy ride. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck! No, man. One, I mean, I guess maybe. I don't know. <laughs> It's not the turbulence you should be scared of. It's the fucking lack of air pressure when it gets too cold. Oh, great. Cool. <laughs> that's what. That's exactly what I needed. No, nah, man. That's not even going to get you. Here's what's going to fucking get you. That's the most awful motivational speech of all time. Nah, dude. Trust me. Check this shit out. Check this shit out. Or birds. Birds will really fuck you up. Oh, through the engines. Yeah. Just like in Top Gun. Yep. Bird strike. It almost fucking. Whatever. It, that one lady? Whatever that fucking guy is. <laughs> he almost gets Zim it. Zim Zoom. But they. Or whatever his name is. Call sign is. Payback. Yeah, no, no. Go. Was it payback? Who uh, knows? <laughs> they didn't make it on the mission, <laughs> as you could tell. <laughs> it's only the good people. Not the people who get taken down by fucking birds, assholes. Yeah, yeah. Your biggest, uh, your biggest thing in the sky is a mechanical failure, and then kiss your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess for a cult leader to think their best friend came back to be their horse is oh no, it wasn't her. Wild. <laughs> like it wasn't all that. You know, that's kind of just where I'm at. Is like. <laughs> You're already running a cult saying a bunch of all goddamn weird <laughs> shit. Of course your best friend's a fucking horse. Like, why not? 
Why wouldn't your friend be a horse? And if you gotta be a horse, why not a cult leader's horse, I guess? Yeah, well, I mean, that'd be... At least if, you know, everything plays out right, at least you're, you know, in the the new world that they are trying to make. Yeah, whatever the fuck they got going on, trying to get clear the aliens or whatever their bullshit is. Yeah, you're trying to do that, of course. Yeah. But <laughs> I'd still rather not be a fucking beast. That is, well, I mean, if maybe if you were a horse, That's it, would, a whole new it wouldn't be so bad because then all the things I'm terrified of would be at my disposal because yeah, you're not right. safe. At any angle, <laughs> no matter you what. You could do the kicking. Or the biting. <laughs> no matter what angle you approach a horse from, you're in danger. And they're humongous. And their eyes are huge. They look like bowling balls. They're gigantic. <laughs> and they look right into your soul. And I don't like them. They're fine. They're, <laughs> they're fine, like, oh, over there. Over there. You keep that horse over there. That's why, dude, I'm glad we don't live in a city yeah, was, where there's horse cops because that's say. the most terrifying sight I've ever seen. Glad we're not in, like, glad we're in the air of vehicles. Or, um... Uh, you have to ride it. No, I'd ride... There's things you could put on the back and attach <laughs> it to them at least. I'll hop in that. <laughs> Give me a little cart or something. Yeah. And you don't even have to have a horse. You can just throw a buffalo on there. Give me a goat or a fucking <laughs> mule or something. Yeah. Give me a dumb old donkey. They yeah. ain't never kick nothing. <laughs> you can tell me around just fine. <laughs> I get where I'm going. I don't kind of get there as quick <laughs> as y'all. It's fine. It's fine. As long as we get there. As long as we... They, you gotta. That's like driving the old beat up shit wagon. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, just be like, it's yep. fine. I'll get there when I get there. It's, it gets me an A to B. You'll go around me. It's fine. It's, <laughs> we'll get there. These donkey have a good old time. I'll feed it whatever donkeys eat. Be, <laughs> we'll have a good time. I don't know. But, because, uh, yeah, that could just kick. You could kick the shit out of people. <laughs> bite them. <laughs> you could absolutely. Being a horse wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. You have to listen no. to that crazy lady babble about a bunch of bullshit, though. <laughs> It depends on how, if you retained your your faculty. Oh, yeah. If you came back and you were still like, oh, my if God, I still had shut the thought. fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. But then you could just kick her. You could. But then she'd probably kill you. But then you wouldn't have to be her horse anymore. <laughs> yeah, then you get reincarnated somewhere else. But what else. if that was your last one? What if they were like, you were a dick horse, so now you're just, you're going to sit it's here for a while. That's not how reincarnation works. But then you'd be on the back end of it. Right, you'd just become a tree. That's arguably better than a horse. <laughs> Depends on how it goes. You know what I mean? If the yeah. ent, if the whole ant thing works out, and like maybe we just trees take a long I mean, time have to you say seen stuff. Those videos are pretty cool. There's trees that are moving, and I've seen it on YouTube. You seen it? <laughs> I might have to check this out. I don't know if I've seen the moving trees. Really? Uh -huh. You haven't seen moving trees on YouTube? Nope. Or the TikToks that are like, what? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, and then there's just a tree moving. No, oh, um, I did see the stuff about that new chupacabra, or whatever that mm -hmm. showed up at the zoo. Yeah, that was pretty wild looking. Um, no, and then I get, I don't get the whoa noise. I get the, <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> vroom, vroom, 
type of noise going on where it's like a lowered siren type okay. of shit. Okay, yeah. And it's no. all about like shit in the ocean. And then just like... <laughs> <laughs> no. All my scary ones are the... No. I never heard that. That sounds awful. That sounds horrific. And then they just point... Oh, I've seen okay. I've seen a couple where it does shit like that, where it's got a something on there, and then yeah, they got to show their face pointing at a thing they put in afterwards before like, they show this video they stole from somewhere yep, else. Yeah, they're just like awesome. This and then is, they have millions of fucking f- subscribers. Yeah, and like fuck, man. Being an aggregator, it's it's not about doing the work; it's about finding it, and putting it all together. Yep. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Hell yeah <laughs> Fuck you aggregators Alright What'd you think You wanna start it Yeah we We can start the episode out. Welcome to the High I'm Drunk Podcast With your hosts Jason And Mitchell <laughs> Get into the show Get in it Come out of it I don't know why <laughs> That's alright I was waiting for it. I just like, is, are we just gonna roll with it and pretend like he didn't say it, or are we gonna, are we gonna address it? I'm glad we addressed it. It's all right. It was weird. Yeah. But hey, I've been there. I say, jack it on, jack it off, man. Yeah. Right. Are you jacking in? <laughs> jacking out. Um. I, I've. You know, we talk for a long time. Like yeah. We said we, we started just, stream back up. We just we just say words. And then hopefully we find a destination along the way. And sometimes you end like up. Like Michael Scott. Yeah. Just a couple of Michael Scotts sitting in a room. And sometimes when you end up, you're like, oh, I don't want to be here. I got to get out of this place real quick. <laughs> I done back myself in a corner. Um, speaking of backing ourselves into a corner. It's Ameri- Let's start the show. It's Americana <laughs> month. Yeah, right. I'm, I, everyone's too hard to remember how to get like get it in there yeah, every time because yeah, yeah. you almost got to do it like in the middle of a conversation or something be like wait speaking of that <laughs> shut up we're gonna talk about other shit now and like sometimes it feels rude <laughs> so um it's americana month we've been talking american history american stuff hence you know americana whatever but uh yes we did America. we've uh i i decided to just keep kind of going with this um we, going backwards yeah <laughs> that's what i was trying to figure it out i'm glad you knew exactly what i was talking about just going backwards in time yeah, where like yeah. if we had a producer if this was like a little bit more thought out than like what are we gonna talk about next month <laughs> that we'll probably figure out in like five days like yeah. a couple days before we got to do it be like, yep. oh okay this quick phew all right <laughs> um we would have did yeah we would have just whooped all these around and been just going on and figured out definitely all this shit happening but uh so yeah because we did we we got the gold rush did some cowboys did mexican-american war those Mm -hmm. are all you go check those out back catalog but i'm gonna how did we how did we get to that how did we get to that situation what led us to this and uh, a big part of it was the lewis and clark expedition (laughs) (laughs) so we're not we're certain not even 
big America yet. Not quite. Dwiddle down America even. Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> but I mean, even you know, if you spoiler alert if you didn't listen to the other episodes, <laughs> you know. We weren't quite America when we got nah. to the other places first and stuff. We kind of showed up and then we're like, hey, this is California now. <laughs> and we did kind of the same with Texas. Yeah. And there was a whole thing. But uh, yeah. this is probably the biggest uh, case to me of exactly that, of just like, we just did some shit. And then we're like, well, this is ours now, so fuck you. Yep. Um, yeah. But the short and sweet real quick, just to see if you're interested in this at all. Uh, Lewis and Clark Expedition. Uh, was an 1804 expedition when President Thomas Jefferson tasked Meriwether Lewis and um, tasked Meriwether Lewis with exploring lands west of the Mississippi that co- uh, comprised the Louisiana Purchase. Um, it was an 8,000 mile journey. It was deemed a huge success. It provided new geographic, ecological, and social information about previously uncharted areas of North America. Ooh. <laughs> we so, get Louisiana, yay. Yeah. <laughs> Louisiana. <laughs> Hillbilly and French put Why together. We... <laughs> it's a stink you can't wash off. Yeah, well, and it's always underwater. So why we even get it? <laughs> it's a whole thing, man. We needed it. It was our destiny. Oh, yeah. Um, God. But first, so Lewis and Clark, right? Who the fuck are they? Uh, Meriwether Lewis. Sounds like a couple white guys. It's definitely a couple okay. white guys. I'm going to tell you <laughs> how white here. Just a good a good second. Uh, Meriwether Lewis, born in Virginia in 1774. Uh, but he spent early childhood in Georgia, which is even more white. He returned <laughs> to Virginia as a teenager to receive his education and graduated from college in 1793. What he college? Then, I do not know. Oh. I'm well, sorry. I didn't. Probably Virginia. Uni- I don't know. I didn't go V-tech. that deep. I, I didn't go that deep into them <laughs> a bit. I focused more. Like, I did a quick, like, <laughs> who the fuck were these and wrote a paragraph real fast. And they were like, all right, let's get to it. Because um, he then joined the Virginia State Militia, where he helped put down the Whiskey Rebellion, which I only imagine is a bunch of dudes hammered being like, <laughs> yep. we fucking got this. <laughs> But I believe you it, can't take our whiskey. Yeah, I believe it was more that a tax was imposed on it, and then people yeah. were like, "Fuck this!" And <laughs> which, spoiler <laughs> alert, that's pretty much the next few years was just us getting taxed and be like, "You know what? Fuck you." Yeah, which um, they didn't throw the whiskey in the river. No, because <laughs> well, no, they did the tea. But seventeen ninety three, I think we won, so it was like a tax on ourselves kind of a deal oh, like okay, in this whole yeah. thing but there's still a lot of like because we came here to be independent and now just a different government is yep. saying like you owe us money and you're like so what was the fucking point of this whole war <laughs> why'd like, my brother die yeah if you're still <laughs> just gonna say i owe your ass fucking yep. bullshit and so you know, understandably but when we have more guns you still pay the tax it's just unfortunately it's how it works uh but he later became a captain in the army and at age 27 so he did everything i just said before 27, which is pretty Damn. wild because yeah. that's younger than us. Yep. We didn't do near none of that <laughs> shit. Nope. Uh, I got into a corporate job. <laughs> we did was... graduate from college, but we put down yeah. zero rebellions in real life. Uh, at age 20. 20- I had a lot of whiskey, though. I can put that down, that's too. That's true. You rebelled in your own way. <laughs> You're like, I got I to gotta get rid of this juice, <laughs> devil juice. I'll get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rid the world of it. Um, but at age 27, he became personal secretary to President Thomas Jefferson. 
So not doing bad for himself. Yeah. William Clark. He's kind also, of taking the Forrest Gump route. He's, wor- he's doing a little bit of everything. Uh, William Clark was born in Virginia also. Uh, in 1770, he, uh, he moved with his family to Kentucky at age 15 and age 19, he joined the Kentucky state militia and then, uh, in the regular army where he served with Lewis and was eventually commissioned by president George Washington as a Lieutenant of infantry. Oh, I got another thing in common. I was born in Virginia too. I'm more in common with them than I was anything else we've done so far. I think. Are you a descendant? <laughs> <laughs> was Mary was Mary Clark? You're shit great. in a box and send it to twenty three me. We're gonna have to figure it out. <laughs> uh in seventeen ninety six, Clark returned home to manage his family's estate. Seven years later, Lewis chose him to embark on an epic excursion that would help shape America's history. Um that being exploring the Louisiana Purchase. Um so during the French and Indian War France surrendered a large part of Louisiana to Spain and almost all of its remaining lands to Great Britain. Initially, Spain's acquisition didn't have a major impact since it still allowed the United States to travel the Mississippi River and use the New Orleans as a trade port. Uh, However, Napoleon Bonaparte took power in France in 1799 and wanted to regain France's former territory in the United States. Uh, in In 1802... King Charles IV of Spain returned the Louisiana Territory to France and revoked America's port access. In in 1803, under the threat of war, President Jefferson and James Monroe successfully negotiated a deal with France to purchase the Louisiana Territory, which included about 827,000 square miles for around 15 million. Uh, Before... That's it? that's, That's it. Seems low for that much fucking land. You, yeah. That's <laughs> a pretty good deal. Uh, even before negotiations with France were finished, Jefferson asked Congress to finance an expedition to survey the lands of the so-called Louisiana Purchase and appointed Lewis as expedition commander. Um, so basically, um, we can kind of quick date. They spent roughly um, a year or two getting ready for the expedition, um, he Lewis began studying medicine, botany, astronomy, and zoology. Nice. He scrutinized existing maps and journals of the region. <laughs> uh, this he also <laughs> he also uh, asked his friend Clark to co-command the expedition. Uh, even though Clark was once Lewis's superior, Lewis was technically in charge of the trip, but. For all intents and purposes, the two shared equal responsibility. Mm. So they bet you know one was technically the guy who got asked by the president, but at the end of the day, yeah, right. They were bros from back in the army days. They're like, we got this shit. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Um, so at these uh, maps, fucking blow, dude. <laughs> pretty much, it's like there's a lot of here be monsters. Yeah, we're gonna have yeah. to figure this shit out. Um, so basically, uh, in preparation for their journey, they had a custom-made 55-foot keelboat, uh, also known as the boat or the barge, uh, made and pushed down the Ohio River, and it joined Clark in Clarksville, Indiana. Uh, from there, they took the boat up the Mississippi River while Lewis continued on horseback to collect additional supplies. Um, any any interest on in what you might need uh, to travel across an unknown wilderness in the, in the service of your country? Toilet paper. 
I don't see that listed Fuck. at all. Uh, basically, you know, they had their surveying instruments, compasses, quadrants, telescopes, sextants, chronometer. They needed all the camping supplies, oil cloth, steel flint tools, utensils, cornmeal, mosquito netting, fishing equipment, soap and salt, clothing, weapons and ammunition, uh, medical supplies, books on botany, geography, astronomy, and also uh, maps. Those help. I like the mosquito net. Oh, just, They're just like just wait. Fuck that shit. Bring the mosquito net. Just we've walked around. Just <laughs> oh, just you wait, because I think that net is basically a pile of dog shit. <laughs> uh, they also collected gifts to present the Native Americans along their journeys, such as beads, face paint, knives, tobacco, ivory combs, bright Thank colored you. cloth, <laughs> ribbons, sewing materials, and mirrors. Thanks a ton. <laughs> Thanks a goddamn ton. Um, so they, uh, so Lewis entrusted Clark to recruit men for their corps of volunteers for Northwest Discovery. Uh, throughout the winter of 1803 and 1804, Clark recruited and trained men at Camp Dubois, north of St. Louis, Missouri. He chose unmarried, healthy men who were good hunters mm. and knew survival skills. Hell yeah. Unmarried, because I think these is it's like a bunch of dudes. You want to go bang in the woods? <laughs> like, fuck yeah, brother. Yep. <laughs> um, so the expedition party included 45 souls, including Lewis and Clark, 27 unmarried soldiers, a French Indian interpreter, a contracted boat crew, and a slave owned by Clark named York. They did the. They had the same idea as like taking your buddies out to the bar. Well, you can't take Jim because he's got a wife and kid, and you don't want the wife nagging. That's yeah. <laughs> I think it's part of it, you know. Like, and also if you're like for the country and this and that you like want your family like the idea is like if you're married and having kids like go go keep doing that you're doing yeah, your part yeah, go make yeah. more of them we need good white americans populate this shit uh, also you get the you know you're going down the mississippi and just like you know what this is a nice place to settle down in. Oh, and then yeah. you just leave. Yep. It's <laughs> like, nah, no, we're done. This no, is nice. we're going to build a house right here. Bye. Yep. <laughs> Later. Um, so on May 14th, 1804, <coughs> Clark and the Corps joined Lewis in St. Charles, Missouri, and headed upstream the Missouri River in the keelboat in two smaller boats at a rate of about 15 miles per day. Heat, swarms of insects, and strong river currents made the trip described as arduous at best. <laughs> at best. Um, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> at best, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, at, at its worst, uh, so to maintain discipline, Lewis and Clark ruled the Corps with an iron hand and doled out harsh punishments such as bareback lashing and hard oh labor for God. those who got out of line. Um, on August 20th, 22-year-old corpse member Sergeant Charles Floyd died of an abdominal infection, possibly from appendicitis, uh, but he's the only member of the Corps to die on the entire journey. Well, they just didn't get off to a great start. But yeah. they, they just got it out of the way. <laughs> They're like, all right, it's good. It's cool from now on. Um, he's dead. It's fine. <laughs> um, so as we you may have thought and we've kind of mentioned before, we just kind of... We bought this from France, yeah. who got it from Spain, yes. which everybody may know is not in Missouri who or Louisiana. They just bought it and said they owned it. Yeah. And so then 
they right. gave it to somebody, and we bought $15 million worth of land that people were already on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like you said, most of the surveyed land was already occupied uh, by Native Americans. In fact, the Corps encountered around 50 Native American tribes, including the Shoshone, the Mandan, the Minotauri, the Blackfeet, the Chinook, and the Sioux of kind of the big note ones. Uh, they had developed a protocol for uh, first contact when meeting new tribes. They bartered goods and presented the tribe's leader with a Jefferson Indian Peace Medal. It was a coin engraved with the image of Thomas <laughs> Jefferson on one side and an image of two hands clasped beneath uh, a tomahawk yes. and a peace pipe with the inscription Peace and Friendship on the other. Because <laughs> that's what you want to give them. A Wait, picture of a white guy on a coin. The the white guy responsible for fucking yep. damn near all of it up. If you had to put like one dude up at the top of the list for being like king dickhead, Thomas <laughs> Jefferson. And so here's a fucking coin with his old ass face on it. Yeah. If you want to yep. know why he's a dick, we did an episode <laughs> on him way back when. Go search that up. Yeah. Uh, I bet every chief had the same face of like, Oh, and yeah. then gave it to the Dropped second it. hand <laughs> guy who just takes it and throws it he in tries a bin. to fight it. Like, it's useless. <laughs> this fucking sucks. Uh, so while, um, so they told the Indians as they met that America now owned their land and they offered <laughs> military protection in exchange for peace. <laughs> Which is how is that right? What, like, why would I need that if there is? Peace. There was all right. Yeah, you just knock it on somebody else's door and be like, "All right, so I own this house in exchange for not shooting the shit out of you. <laughs> you don't get to kill me. Deal?" <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, and it's right. like that's the deal now. And you're like, "I don't like. Well, that's the deal because we have guns, and if you don't shoot money. at us, yeah, it's just, and it's, it's not like, even. Uh, I don't mine. give a fuck. Not dude. my money. You didn't get, yeah, it's wild. And so while some of these tribes have met white men before. And were friendly and open to trade. Others were wary of Lewis and Clark and their intentions and were openly hostile, though very seldomly no violent. No shit. <laughs> um, in August, Lewis and Clark held a peaceful Indians council with the Odo near present-day Council Bluffs, Iowa, and the Yankton Sioux at present-day Yankton, South Dakota. In late September, however, they encountered the Tetons who weren't on a, who weren't as accommodating and tried to stop the Corps boats and demanded a toll payment. Unfortunately, they were no match for the military might and were allowed to move on. <laughs> um, in early November, which we kind of know, it's getting a little so it was like we're passing through. You give us money for us passing through, and they went no, and so they shot at them. So no the. The Lewis and Clark were traveling down the river. Yeah. The tribe that kind of were operating the river put up a blockade and said, this is our river. You pay us a toll. Okay. And then we did the American thing of like lifting the shirt and showing a <laughs> pistol in our yeah. waistband. And they're like, all right, fuck. All right. Okay. Here we go. And so they basically, yeah, they, they met resistance, but you know, you've got 40 dudes all probably armed to the teeth at yeah. least with something. And then it's like, all right, is it really, you really want a toll that right. bad? We just... It's a microcosm of the whole story. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, but no. And we're like, but yes. <laughs> My gun thinks otherwise. But yes. <laughs> it, yes. Um, 
So in early November, the Corps uh, came across villages of friendly Mandan and Minatari Indians near present-day Washburn, North Dakota, and decided to set up a camp downriver for the winter along the banks of the Missouri River. Within about four weeks, they built a triangle-shaped fort called Fort Mandan, which was surrounded by 16-foot pickets. It contained quarters and storage rooms. Uh, they spent the next five months there hunting, foraging, making canoes, uh, making repairs, ropes, leather, clothing, and moccasins, while Clark prepared new maps. Uh, according, this is great, according okay. to Clark's journal, the men yeah. were in good overall health, except for those suffering from venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to go around to his guys and be like, how you doing? And he's like, I'm pissing battery acid, <laughs> but otherwise I'm fine. Like yeah, this, this is yellow good. pus coming out the tip of my penis, but other than that, peachy. That's <laughs> great, which leads me to once again believe the unmarried. They were all fucking each other. <laughs> At least a few. Right. How else? Like, I'm, maybe this is old school. Like, you're gross. You don't shower. Maybe this shit can just happen because, like, you're out in the wilderness forever being nasty and, like, yeah, you but shower. But, like, maybe. I always thought, you know, sexually transmitted diseases came... You know, they gotta have. You sexually. thought, yeah. You thought, you thought, yeah. You thought they would be sexually transmitted, <laughs> yeah. which would be how you'd get the disease. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'd like. I also was thinking that, but I don't. You know, it doesn't say it in my research, but right. it's, I think this is one of them history things of like these two men were best friends their entire lives they lived yeah, together yeah. they constantly wrote letters when one died the other one said like all love and light is gone from my life and it's like <laughs> weren't they the they best? were roommates they weren't they the best friends and you're like i don't they were great roommates <laughs> i don't think that's what so <laughs> i think this is possibly what a little bit of that um but while at fort mandan lewis and clark met french canadian trapper toussaint charbonneau <laughs> and hired him as interpreter they allowed his pregnant Shoshone Indian wife, Sacagawea, to join him on the expedition. Uh, she had been kidnapped by Hidatsa Indians at age 12 and then sold to Charbonneau. Lewis and uh, Lewis and Clark ah, hoped she would help yes. them communicate with any Shoshone they'd encounter on the journey. How uh, everybody gets a wife by them. Yes. <laughs> uh, on February 11th, 1805, Sacagawea gave birth to a son and named him Jean-Baptiste, which I can only imagine was not her idea. Um, <laughs> and she became an invaluable and respected asset for Lewis and Clark, so the story says. Um, well, we named this kid, oh, a beautiful thing in a native language, John Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'll name him uh, Spirit with the wind of the yeah. eagles or so he's like oh, Jean-Baptiste <laughs> no I named them after it's my not papa peanut butter mouth enough <laughs> no you have to sound like you have dirt in your mouth put the dirt in your mouth learn to speak it's fucking stupid on uh, April 7th 1805 Lewis and Clark sent some of their crew and the keelboat loaded with zoological botanic, botanical samplings maps reports and letters back to St. Louis while they and the rest of the corps headed for the Pacific no 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 we need this weed bro <laughs> you guys just go we're gonna keep it we gotta tell all the people about it back home we need all of it uh, they crossed through Montana and made their way to the Continental Divide via Lemmy Pass where with Sacagawea's help they purchased horses from the Shoshone 
And while there, Sacagawea was reunited with her brother, who she hadn't seen since she was kidnapped. Whoa! That's wild. So, that's kind of cool, I think, anyway. It's pretty small world yeah. type stuff. Yep. Like, I just found out my current boss, his younger brother, was the athletic director of my high school the whole time I, like, went there. Damn. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I, yeah, it was a whole thing. Um, but... The group uh, next headed out of Le- the Lemmy Pass and crossed the Bitterroot Mountain Range using the harrowing Lolo Trail. And with the help of many horses and a handful of Shoshone guides, uh, it proved difficult. Uh, they they suffered from frostbite, hunger, dehydration, bad weather, freezing temperatures, and exhaustion. But still, despite the terrain and their and conditions, pubes were still itchy. <laughs> but not a single soul was lost. Um, Damn. After 11 days on the Lolo Trail, the corpse stumbled upon a tribe of friendly Nez Perce Indians. But how many limbs were lost? I don't don't think any. (laughs) Really? Uh, Maybe a couple (laughs) fingers. Um, But this tribe took in the weary travelers, fed them, and helped them regain their strength. As the Corps recovered, they built dugout canoes and then left their horses with the Nez Perce and braved the Clearwater River Rapids to Snake River and then to the Columbia River. Uh, They reportedly, at this point in the journey, were reduced to eating dog meat along with the way instead of wild game. Yuck. Uh, Fort Clapstop. Let's see. A bedraggled and harried Corps finally reached the stormy Pacific Ocean in November of 1805. They'd completed their mission and had to find a place to live for the winter before heading home. Uh, they decided to make camp near present-day Astoria, Oregon, and started building Fort Clapstop on December 10th and moved in by Christmas. Um, however, it was not an easy winter, though. Everyone struggled to keep themselves and their supplies dry and fought an ongoing battle with tormenting fleas and other insects. Almost everyone was weak and sick with stomach problems, uh, likely caused by bacterial infections, hunger, or influenza-like symptoms. Um, on March 23rd, 1806, the Corps left for home. Uh, they retrieved their horses from the Nez Perce and then waited until June for the snow to melt across the mountains into the Missouri River Basin. After again traversing the rugged Bitterroot Mountain Range, Lewis and Clark split up at Lolo Pass. Lewis's group took a shortcut north to the Great Falls of the Missouri River and explored the Marias River, a tributary of the Missouri in present-day Montana, while Clark's group, including Sacagawea and her family, went south along the Yellowstone River. Uh, these two groups plan a rendezvous where the Yellowstone and Missouri met in North Dakota. Um, hmm. In 1806, uh, Clark carved his name and a date on a large rock formation near the Yellowstone River. He named Pompey's Pillar after Sa- Sacagawea's <laughs> son, whose nickname was Pompey. Uh, the site is now a national monument managed by the U.S. Department of the Interior. It still exists. You can go see his little nice. carving today. Hell yeah. uh, two days later at Marias River near present-day Cutbank, Montana, Lewis and his group encountered eight Blackfeet warriors, and they were forced to kill two of them when they tried to steal their weapons and horses. The location became known as the Two Medicine Fight Site. Um, which is just a dope name i thought i think that's really cool yeah um it was the only violent episode of the entire expedition that's wild and although soon after the blackfoot fight lewis was accidentally shot in his butt during a hunting (laughs) trip the injury was painful and inconvenient but was not fatal 
God, I hope so. So I hope if I get shot in the ass, it's never fatal. You got a lot of ass. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Me on the I other hand. I got a dumpy that'll stop a bullet, baby. That shit's going straight <laughs> through, probably getting every artery I got. If you hit me in the ass, there's not you hit. You know what I mean? I got not a lot of ass to hit. There's no, you can't graze my ass. There's only <laughs> yeah. you shot me through my <laughs> pelvis. Like you, you could. There's a situation where like given the right angle, a running shot, yeah. like it can go in and out, same cheek, oh, and you'd yeah. be fine. There'd be like a traverse. Probably like, just stick in there. Like there's no way you could get in one cheek and out the other for me. It's either like a double cheeker because you got the straight side shot. Yeah. Or you're going through pelvis. Yeah. Like, there's not just, you can't graze my ass. <laughs> so, like, hopefully you would wish Lewis has got himself a nice dumper, but <laughs> they've been pretty fucked up on this trip for a good good minute now. Yeah, they're, so they're losing. So, yeah, you got to imagine, like, tone, but they've also been, like, walking and traveling a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, what they got's muscle. Who knows? He got shot in the ass, though. <laughs> but like, didn't die from it. But like you said, it's still wild that that was the the, the two medicine fight site was the only written <sighs> down account of violence on the trip. Yeah, especially with like, <laughs> especially with like how they greet the natives there of just like here is white person thing that they're, they're like that somebody didn't just go. Kill these fucking idiots! Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, get these fuckers out of my sight, dude. And like, yeah, you wonder because they said some of the tribes have had contacts, like they had, you know, enough of like they had translators where yeah, people would speak yeah. French and both. So like, we've been here for a bit. There's been like at least, you know, if you think like, I was told like generations of people nowadays it's like 25 years. So back mm. then, if you're thinking 20 years is like a kind of a whole new generation in charge and everything. Like right. if you're there for 50 years, like you're kind of familiar with, like you've seen them, your dad's seen them, your grandpa's probably yeah. for the ones who first met them, but it's not like anything super crazy yeah. new. Yeah. And even the other ones are like, hey, they show up, we go like, hey, get back, back, fuck up, back. <laughs> and then they go back and then it's fine. You know what I mean? You never really this is the first time where they're just kind of like, oh, Doing yeah, this is all ours shit. now yeah. and whatever. And, yeah, real quickly behind once we get the maps and, like, you just go this way and it's land of plenty, that's when you start getting way more violent clashes yeah. and because yeah. they're starting to, like, they're not getting a hint. Like, we're not, this isn't working anymore. Mm. We're going to have to start shooting. Yeah. Um, but on August 12th, Lewis and Clark, uh, they reunited and they dropped off Sacagawea and her family at the Mandan Villages where they first encountered her. Uh, they then headed down the Missouri River, and with the currents moving in their favor this time, they arrived in St. Louis on September 23, where they were received with a hero's welcome. <laughs> um, so their legacy is kind of, you know, they, um, while they failed to identify the coveted Northwest Passage water route across the continent, they had completed their mission of surveying the Louisiana Territory from the Mississippi River to the Pacific Ocean and did so against tremendous odds and with just one death and little violence. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is one. That's kind of the whole – their whole idea was like the Mississippi River somehow connects – 
to the ocean through yeah. nothing but rivers. Like somehow we're going to boat this whole fucking shit. You guys got to go figure out the whole thing, which yeah. they didn't because there's mountains. So that's not how <laughs> it works. Right. But they figured out you just got to get over the mountain and then you right to the, and then you fucking right there. Yeah. But there's this big ass fucking thing <laughs> right in the middle. It's kind of a pain in the ass, <laughs> but it's fucking there. Yeah. Um, so they had traveled more than 8,000 miles, produ- wow. produced invaluable maps and geographical information. They identified at least 120 animal species and over 200 botanical samples. And they initiated peaceful relations with dozens of Native American tribes. It conveniently doesn't list how many negative relations, but hey, <laughs> hey we'll focus on the good. Um so both Lewis and Clark received double pay and 1,600 acres of land for their efforts. Whoa! Uh, Lewis was made governor of the Louisiana Bruh. Territory, and Clark was appointed brigadier general of the militia for the Louisiana Territory and a federal Indian agent, which is, I mean, you live long enough to be the villain or die <laughs> a hero or whatever. Um, Clark remained well-respected and lived a successful life. Lewis, however, was not an effective governor governor, and drank too much. Uh, he never married or had <laughs> children. And he died in 1809 of two gunshot wounds, in quotes, possibly self-inflicted. A few mm. years later, Sacagawea died, and Clark became her children's guardian. Uh, despite Lewis's tragic end, his expedition with Clark remains one of America's most famous. The duo and their crew, with the aid of Sacagawea and the other Native Americans, helped strengthen America's claim to the West and inspired countless other explorers and Western pioneers. Why don't they pay us like that anymore? Double pay. Double pay with 1,600 acres of fucking land. Because at some point, <laughs> they figured out you can't, give stuff away that's not yours (laughs) in theory and they refuse to give away any of the stuff they say that's theirs yeah you know type of a deal because like this is yeah this is the whole 40 acres and a mule type bullshit like Mm -hmm. just go west go here's your you get that it's all ours go and it's like (laughs) yeah it's not though like at all and so yeah but i this has always been a story to me like I, i think this is one of them american propaganda type look what we did because like while i whatever they say they only killed two two people okay i guess but like i don't think like the whole story is like they made it through the low low pass and blah but it's like right at the end oh a couple of horses and some guides and stuff it's like no you got shown the way by people who knew the way and they came back like look what i from the native land yeah who you went back to like where they used to live Mm -hmm. because she saw her fucking brother there like no you weren't (laughs) and got all hooked up and then yeah she wasn't getting treated like shit by them so then she went in and was like nah these white people are different like, yeah i wasn't with them they've been fine this is my kid he's a white guy now too i guess his <laughs> name's jean <laughs> we call him pompey which sounds way cooler oh, and i gotta totally, imagine dude. and i that gotta, only happen because it's a little kid and they just throw tantrums all the time what's the kid from god of war boy <laughs> that's all i can remember atreus atreyu right yeah 
But then they find out his mother named him Loki mm-hmm. and shit. This has got to be what it is. Oh, like, totally. Dad was like, "This is Jean Baptiste," and Mom's like, "Uh huh, yeah, sure. right, like whatever." Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I think. I can't imagine like he got the nickname from the other kid, the other. You know what I mean? It's got I, I, no, because like, yeah, how's you like? I don't know. Because being a French white man, you wouldn't really think of a volcano from Spain that because like. All no that shit. You wouldn't you wouldn't think so, not necessarily. Um But yeah, this is uh that was that was the Lewis and Clark adventure. And that was kind of a nice little wrap up to Americana month, I think, probably. Or do we have one more? Uh, How many Saturdays is there? I think there's one more Saturday left of this month. Jesus Christ, we're in the middle of it. It's only the eighteenth. Yeah. How have we done four already? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> This is this is wild. Um, anyway, this is us having a production breakdown mid episodes. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but I yeah I don't. It just we kind of went how we got like the Southwest, like we did Texas, California, New Mexico, and all whatever. But this is kind of the kickstart to start going that way. Yeah, because like everything else has a coast. And right, so once yep. you can land a boat and kind of hang out there, it kind of makes it easy to go. Mm-hmm. But this was like, what's back there? Kind of a deal. Like, yeah. how far does this go? And yeah, can this river get us to the ocean type of shit? Like, right. I don't know. And it just kind of the whole, we bought it and then just showed up and we're like, yep, we own all this now. This is our, like, we bought it from some people you've also never met or seen <laughs> or have no affiliation with. So now you're going to have to move. And it's kicked off that whole kind of deal. So it's. Yeah. It's kind of a neat story, like the theory and the like. Disney, it's the adventure part of it. The that's Disney, really the good. Disney, Disneyfied version of yeah. it of like, oh, we went, we were all friends with the birds, yeah. and we met new things, and everybody's great. But like, it's not. It's basically like Paul Revere's ride of just like they're fucking coming, mm-hmm. and we're letting you know <laughs> we're coming, and this is about to get real shitty. Yeah, real fat because like Thomas Jefferson is the one who initiated this and he's also like one of the main responders like as president still for like the trail of tears and stuff so like this shit it was within you can only serve eight years so like it didn't take very fucking long to like oh we figured it out all right get go get (laughs) this is ours now we bought it from spain dipshits how do you not know (laughs) and it's like this isn't i guess i guess but this isn't how it's supposed to work no but uh, you let us know how it's supposed to work. We got uh, social medias and such. We got uh, we got a Facebook. We got an Instagram over there. Hi, I'm drunk podcast. Um, we're starting to stream again. We did it today. We're doing it. Uh, we're gonna try to get on a bi weekly schedule, but it's my fault. My work's a little goofy. They keep making me work Saturdays. It's hard to stream Saturday mornings when one of us isn't here. Makes it a little difficult. So just. Bear with us, please. And you're not worth enough for us to spend our whole Saturday on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but you can go over to twitch.tv slash Pod, and if you hit the little bell thing there, it'll just let you know when we do it, and then you can kind of stay up to date. That way, if you didn't make it this far, you don't care enough, you know what I mean? You'll figure it out. We also got a Gmail, I'm drunk podcast, gmail.com. Hook us, send us emails, I suppose. I don't, that's what you do with an email address. Yeah. Just send us emails. It'd be neat. Um, we'll but, get them. We'll look at them. 
and but, then if you get a response or not. It's true. That's true. So what do you think? You wanna in the air. you wanna get stoned? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um so it's one of them weeks again where you kinda like get a bunch of one thing and then you're like, Well shit, I'm supposed to do three different yeah. categories because I'll just kick it off with the good stuff. I've been playing some games this week, been fucking around. Um, I think I don't know if since last time we talked about playing Assassin's Creed Origins, put that on Game Pass, went back in that. That's pretty fun. Uh, Mass Effect 2, we're still rolling through that. Good times, good times. I'm maddened that I lost the franchise. We did the fantasy. Dri- <laughs> I won the Super Bowl the first year because I'm a champion. I don't know how I did it. I pulled it off because <laughs> I'm a goddamn hero. And now this year's going pretty well, but we're we're trying to get real goofy with it. We're doing user downloaded classes to try to get some like game breaking guys in like really <laughs> just get some over the top bullshit it's gonna yep. be a great time Hell yeah. but the two new games the big ones i have to recommend teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge they just put it on game pass it's uh basically just a new uh, updated version of the old uh, side-scrolly arcade game. You got the turtles on the screen, stuff pops up, and you slash, you fight, and jump, and boop, do and it's yep. fucking great. It was a lot of fun. Emily and I played it. Uh, you could have up to six people playing with you at a time, and like right on the game menu, super easy. Just hit Y, party up, go in with people. Like it's clearly designed to like fit six people and like be be just chaos and shit and be Fuck a multiplayer yeah. fun game. But that's a good time. Uh, you can couch co-op with it. That's all Emily and I did, which was fucking great. Same screen. Every, like super easy for couch co-op. So it's g- g- glad that they put it in there. And then, yeah, in theory, however many controllers you can hook up to an Xbox. I don't <laughs> know if it can support six, but. USB hubs, yeah. Yeah, you know, but because even like wireless ones and shit, like we just had two wireless. So it's like if you could fucking put six wireless controllers on an Xbox, you just get six people on a big couch. Yeah. Fucking land party on yeah. the same shit like the old <laughs> days man good times uh the other one i played was that um oh god damn it what's it called chorus the chorus that's it the plane the plane game the, the spaceship fighting shooter game um it's really pretty and it started off pretty fun i was having a good time but then yeah. I, I did a mission and got fucking lost and then now i'm just lost in space and i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to do or where to go or not and that got frustrating yeah well like you said the that's one I'm just going to have to get to try to melt my fucking GPU. Oh, yeah. Just make it look beautiful because, yeah. like, it it looks like it has potential to be great and then just the amount of shit, it'll, the resources it'll load and then just flying through it yeah. so smooth and pretty and, like, the lighting even on Xbox was fucking great. Like, good times. I just wish I could figure out what I was supposed to do or be doing right? so I wouldn't get lost. And I'll, sidebar, not related to games – my allergies are just whatever <laughs> reason in the last 10 minutes have decided and my fucking nose Kicking is killing in. me dude jesus christ anyway um but what did what did i watch let's see here i'm first some tv man we have been watching king of the hill reruns like a motherfucker fuck yeah dude it shows up i've been watching rick and morty once so feeling you dude it's just i come home it's on the live tv like yeah. whatever it's right there just king of the hill just hit it feed the dogs make my food eat this shit watch like three episodes then go start doing my bullshit but like it's yeah goddamn king of the hill man <laughs> fucking fantastic and then uh music uh 
they have like this giant speaker system when you go up to one end of the building where I'm at work now and they basically just play LAV and just the classic rock basic ass and just a lot of them have been really stuck in my head Um, (laughs) I mostly listen to like a radio show podcast and I was into a bunch of things because I could listen to them for eight hours straight at work I could have a headphone in I really can't do that now so I'm I got to like recalibrate. So I'm still trying to like listen to my radio show cause it's funny, but then that just take up all the like driving time and like any of the shit where I was like dipping into music is now gone. So like the mute it's so yeah, I've been basically a lot of poison's been stuck in my head. The Motley Crue <laughs> it's been going on. And then, uh, Hot for teacher baby. <laughs> and then, uh, over the hills and far away by Zeppelin. Yeah. I play that one. And that's been going. I'm just like, oh yeah, that song's <laughs> fucking fantastic. Um, just but, like, yeah, it's just one of those stations that are like to get you through your work day, and then you just hear the yep. You're like, oh, geez, all right. I know what it. I know what this is. I know what this fucking is. Yeah, I haven't heard any ACDC though. That's the only one that I've really been missing. I'm like, what? You don't like them? I don't like ACDC. No, no. Shoot to thrill was the the song that we I would play. That was the last one on the playlist before like football games and stuff to get going. That was like the hype one because I shoot to thrill. I'm ready to kill. Too many women, too many pills. <laughs> I'm ready. That one was a good one. Uh, we had a few because there was like the all the old classics. You had the fucking early zombie, the Dragula and stuff. Yeah, and you yeah, had yeah. The fucking Slipknot because Iowa had just come out and that was fucking big. The duality and what I remember yeah. lifting I so many fingers into my. And that's always how it would kick off too. So I remember that, and then everybody being like, "Let's fucking get like in the <laughs> like weight room and stuff." Because you yeah. still had like CD. Like I don't even think anybody had like oh if yeah. anything basic. I asked iPod, iPod like shuffle that you could still. It was only a playlist, so you'd be like, "This is my workout." Play. Yeah, and have right. like fifty songs at best at it. Probably more like, like thirty. Even if you had the iPod, like at a point, like they still didn't have the like docks for the radios and shit no because you'd have to have you'd have to get a nice enough radio that would have an auxiliary cable input and so i remember we did have one of those though because the dude that was our weightlifting coach guy Mm. resident nut job who did a bunch of cocaine (laughs) uh had the fucking nice ass like work radio because he did construction and that had the fucking plug-in or whatever but yeah, so then he had his little iPod and it was the same fucking 15 goddamn songs every fucking week, four days a week, just that fucking Metallica, uh, Thunder Kiss 65 was on there. That was not a bad one. Um, Pantera was fucking at uh, Cowboys from Hell. That yeah. was a good lifting one. Yeah. Just so yeah, go listen to any of that. Yeah. Anything we do, any of that. That's a lot of choices. <laughs> Just some nonsense. Just listen to the 80s. <laughs> 80s. Early 80s. Early, nah, like late 80s, early 90s. Yep. Yeah. Get into that weird shit. When metal had hair. <laughs> when you didn't know if the 
dude looks like a lady. God. <laughs> Because that guy did look like a lady. And he's like, what's <laughs> up? And he turned around and it was a dude. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. I was watching, I was watching Celebrity Wife Swap. And it had uh, D. Snyder on it. <laughs> Why? I don't know. The first one has Gary Busey, dude. What's it's fucking great, bro. Jesus. Watch Celebrity Wife Swap. It's fucking awesome. That shit. <laughs> that sounds wild. Dude. I, I, yeah, one of these. I got to get into some sort of shit like that. Oh, Some yeah, sort dude, of show or just get, get into, into, slop. Some, into something. One of these days. I don't know. My slops TikTok kind of shit. Just those YouTube <laughs> reels and whatnot. Yeah. I'll yep. just sit there, put on dumb, like, it's just all like ghost adventures or noise or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just staring at my phone. Yeah. I don't watch nothing enough to pay attention. I keep telling myself I'm going to go back and watch Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Peaky fucking blinders. Because season six came out now. Yep. And it's the last season before, they, mean, before they do a movie to close it. Yeah. I've been seeing all the, the memes two have been coming up to because it's always the like when a big franchise comes out it does the meme of like don't you fucking pre-order i'll have your fucking balls or some shit like that and it's always a pleaky blinders one. Oh, really yeah i just always like like you get the one a lot of like are you laughing at my brother like are you having a, like that because like that's the real because like people just cut chunks of the show mm-hmm. and show yeah. it or whatever. And yeah. They always do that one where they're talking. He's like, you have him laugh at my brother. And then they just fucking kill yeah. him, beat the fuck out of him or whatever. Yeah. There's a, there's a meme format now that I need to learn what it's from. Cause it's fucking hilarious to me, but it's a, I think it might be from Kingsman, but it's like, it looks like Tom Hardy and like, he's just like, across the way at a party and just like what and then just starts dancing it's oh. the funniest fucking thing to me i guess and i, I don't know what it's from i gotta find that but yeah in the meantime fucking chug it we're out adios goodbye